7. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever the hell you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook, it is Sir Rogue of the Taverns, Baron of the Cowichan Valley, coming to you directly. And we have Hydrogene Therapy. It's what's coming next. After all, after only a week now, the monkeypox seems to have disappeared from the agenda. You don't hear it being bantered on the news continuously. But, of course, they found a new fall guy, something else to scare everyone with, which is a little more effective for about another five days, I think. They'll be scaring people. And that is to go after guns after there was a mass shooting in the States. Only one of three or four that happened on that same day, but they chose that one to be the one to pick, to pick on that day. They didn't pick on the other ones. So, you know, well, no, because the, the other ones had, uh, I think it was colored people who were the shooters. They couldn't have something, that. Something like that. Well, this one here was close enough. At any rate, they're going after the guns. And, of course, Canada, being the uh, feckless uh, coward that our leader is, has decided to uh, take a full step towards crazy and uh, bump it up and say, in Canada, we're going to do one better. We're going to cap the number of pistols that are available in Canada. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make it so you, they can no longer buy and sell pistols in Canada. All righty. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show, too. Well, and it's all the elite keeping us plebes guessing on what they're going to try next. Since about 755 of the population are... Oh, 70, <laughs> 750. See, I love my typos. 75% of the population are nothing but sheep. They'll scre keep screaming about whatever they are told to scream about. No matter what happens, they won't bother dealing with the real problems of the world, the real ones that we have that we'll be talking about here in today's show, the shortages of food, the fact you need to be preparing, the fact that we've got a, you know, a um, grand solar minimum that is kicking into full gear more and more and more. But hell, it's not all doom and gloom. We have lots of great tips and some good old bitching and complaining here at the tavern. So I suggest that you... Come on in, out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. Absolutely. Fucking lootly. Yeah, I forget we're on Odyssey. <laughs> I can say fucking. You sure can. Although forking is fun, too. Yeah, well, to each his own. <laughs> All right. But, of course, because, you know, I want to keep this up because I rather enjoy it, getting our weekly spiritual treatment here to uh, let us know that the writers of the Bible were not only from the future, they were from the past, and they were warning people, and they were telling us, and they were telling us there's more to it than just believing the guy who was sacrificed on a cross. It's all about being prepared, your spiritual guidance, your sense of being connected to humanity. There's a lot of that in the Bible, along with death, mayhem, porn, and all kinds of other real cool, fun stuff. I mean, the Bible has there's, it all. There's an oddly large amount of sex in the Bible. The Bible has it all, man. It's got everything. <laughs> it's got everything. It's just it's just couched in such great words, such as fornication. You know. Yep. They just they just use really good, clean words for all the all the fun stuff in life in here. Along with all the evil and, and most craziest crap you can possibly read, while telling you at the same time you need to be spiritual, love thy neighbor, blah, blah, blah. This week, we have a reading from Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 1 through 21. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ 
by whom also we have access by faith unto this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commandeth his love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received, and I've got to do something here. Dum, 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 dum. I caught something on the side of my eye. There we go. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned, after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one may be dead, much more the grace of God, and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many, and not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned over one, much more they which receiveth abundance of grace and of gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ." Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might, be, might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Hey, that whole last bit was very confusing to me. Uh, the whole thing was rather confusing. They were just talking about sin and redemption and, you know, Jesus giving his life for sin and that, you know, while Adam was the original sinner, you know, we can blame it all on Eve. She, it's her fault. She started it. So, you know, it's... It, yeah, it, but, like, that last bit was saying how uh, one man's sin cannot condemn 
everyone but one man sin did condemn everyone yeah. i it it broke my brain a little bit yeah well the <laughs> bible does that sometimes it does, it's really good at breaking brains all right it's like we, saying two plus two is five but only because i say so it is right now oh, but I don't s- listen to what i said in the past two plus two is actually four yeah, but the uh, the value of pi is four. It says so in the law in Indiana. Wait, what? Uh, I don't have a copy of it. When I was watching my when I was watching my show, um, um, Redonculus, they were going through weird, screwy laws in the United States, and there's a law in Indiana that states that the value of pi is four. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they just they just changed the constants of the universe because they wanted to in law. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. This is our special video. Don't fuck with bison in Yellowstone Park. Don't fuck with bison in general. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. It's got to watch it a couple of times. <laughs> it's like, yes, let's go play with bison. Poof. Yeah, that's just funny. Sorry. Uh, well, the bison was really happy. It's wagging his tail and everything. Uh-huh. Come, come play with <laughs> me. Like, yeah, I get the ram people. Ew, new toys. New toys. <laughs> and then we've got random facts. Once upon a time, they used to have... Really, truly amazing toys for kids. In fact, I had most of these as a kid. I didn't have the giant atomic bomb, though. But some of them came with real... Uh, that is really cool. Some of them came with uh, real... Uh, um, what the hell's that shit called that they dig up out of the ground? The radiation-producing crap? Uh, radioactive I elements. I know what it is. They were radioactive <laughs> elements. But you could get an atomic bomb. Giant atomic bombs. A chemistry set. I had a chemistry set just like that, which contained shit that you could mix together that would go boom. And that is what Alea wants more than anything. And that's what they used <laughs> that's the stuff that used to be available for kids. It's no yeah, wonder. And then kids like you blew shit up and blew so much shit up that they had to take it away. Oh no. <laughs> they had robots. Oh, that's you know, so cool. Build up robots, you know. So anyway, I just thought that was a cool random fun fact. Is that once upon a time, toys were actually educational. Those all remind me of Doctor Who. Like that that one looks a lot like a Dalek. Yeah, well, maybe that's where the Dalek came from. Maybe. All righty. Also, one quick reminder, anyone who happens to be lucky enough to have clear skies tonight, which I don't think we're going to, we might. I see patches of blue. The massive meteor shower is due to occur at 11 o'clock um, tonight. Exciting. Um, and we could see up. You could see up to a thousand fire fireballs per hour. Up to a thousand meteors per hour. Although it's 31st today, so it says early morning of May 31st. Yeah. Well, maybe it was last night, but maybe they got it wrong. I went and looked it up on somewhere else, and it was. It said 11 o'clock on the 31st. 11 p.m. Hmm. Because it says early morning, but that's early morning in in the Eastern world. Oh, okay. So, so I don't know. It's like I I can never because they they give out the they give out cent, their 
or universal time codes on this shit, and I'm really horrible mm. figuring out the math on that. So at any rate, I just thought everyone should know. So if you haven't had it, and it, even though it would, even if it occurred last night, we should still be going through the tail tonight. So maybe it won't be oh. a thousand, but you should still see a whole bunch of meteors. And of course, it was just pissing cloudy last night here. Oh so yeah, wouldn't have nobody mattered. saw a thing if it happened last night. Wouldn't have mattered to us anyway, for considering <laughs> we've been under cloud cover for like three solid Ever? months. I'm beginning to think we're. I'm beginning to think we're living in Seattle. Yeah, that's what I was saying before, Matt. I feel like I'm back in Seattle. Or, or the as I was, is hiding. or as I was having a discussion with someone this weekend, we were talking about it, and we were, we were talking about the uh, person brought up uh, the uh, controlling of the weather, mm-hmm. you know, and that the uh, and the system they're they're controlling our weather, and it's like, why are they throwing so much rain at us? And it's like, I don't know. They're trying to drown and kill all our crops. I, I have no idea, you know. So we we had a, had a good discussion about that. And one other well, one. An interesting conversation. It was actually. I met another person and I got to hit him in the mouth. Nice. That's I always got, fun. I got to. I got to turn him on to the No Agenda show. You know, and they they might actually come out to the meetup at the No Agenda show where you know, cool. in the the Rogues Tavern meetup. I should make mention of that. Anyone listening, if you happen to be on Vancouver Island, June twenty fifth, you want to attend the meetup at the Rogues Tavern, um, go register for the meetup at therogestavern dot com and. Uh, I'll get you the information once I verify you're a living, human, breathing human being who actually can carry a conversation. Because, you know, I just, I'm limiting who can show up because it is a private residence. Conversing and, is a must. Yep. And RSVPN is a must. Okay. And the world is fucking doomed if this shit here continues. Loading, loading, loading. There you go. Oh, my God. Yeah, I came across that. <laughs> a beautiful afternoon, Southern a Woman of Our Times, a moving graphic representation of modern femininity. She's got three arms, two tits, and a dick, and a kid sitting on her head. Wait, there's only three arms? I figured there was like four arms, and it nope. was a representation of male and female coming together. Nope, there's only three. I put too much logic to it. You did. You, 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 you thought they had another arm hidden behind it. No, that's there's only yeah, three, there's only know, three arms. The idea of male and female coming together to create one whole. Mm-hmm. That's just too logical. Yeah. No. You. You. And then the kid on top of their th- the head. It's like that's okay. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Why a child on top of their head, or is it like a mini me? No, uh, it could be. I don't know. It's, oh, it's, maybe it's their maybe it's their conscience. Could be. They're conscious telling them, you know, you know, folks, you guys are really fucking stupid here, and this is beyond insanity. You know, having a drunken midget for a conscience, an angry mm. drunken midget for a conscience, that would explain a lot of what's going on in the world right now. Mm, that would probably be what's happening in the world. <laughs> I would imagine so. All right, well, let's touch on uh, at least one planting growing thing here. Seven ways to grow more food in less space. Using succession planting. Now I've been what doing is succession planting. Uh, if you pull up a plant, you plant something else there. Oh. It's basically you you know like when my garlic is fully harvested, I will be able to start planting uh, some fall crops in there, such as uh, uh, more kale or um, spinach or 
maybe carrots or I'm trying to think of them. I've got a li- I've got it all listed out, but there's crops you plant. When you pull something up, you plant another crop in there that will that pumpkins? will be pumpkins you have to plant now. Pumpkins have to be planted oh. now so that they'll they'll uh, ripen by the end of the season. They need uh 180 days to ripen or 120 days to ripen. That's like 4 months. The only time I ever grew pumpkins is when they volunteered themselves, so I don't know anything about actually purposefully yeah. growing them. <laughs> yeah. So at any rate, this is a really good article here. <clears throat> you know, and they also talk about staggered planting, and staggered planting is a really good one to use. And I use that with my peas. I'll plant. I'll plant peas one week. I'll wait a week and a half, and I'll plant more peas, and I'll wait a week and a half, and I'll plant more peas. That way, I get a continuous crop for about for about two months straight. Once they start ripening, as one where as one r- runs out, the other one's just har- uh, ripening. Uh, continue on down the line. That way, I'm not I'm not idea. dealing with a massive amount. Many crops can can have that done to them. There's many things you can grow that can do that. Beans, um, sometimes cucumbers can do that. Um, tomatoes and peppers you can't because they need a certain amount of time, heat, and everything else. Um, trying to think of them but there's lots of crops that can do that succession planting you can do it with uh cabbages and well kale once you plant it and get it growing big enough you'll have kale into the next year oh that's it um brussels sprouts uh i gotta start my brussels sprout seeds in late june so i can plant them in july so i can harvest them in uh in uh october november december yeah so you know, protect your cool weather crops, plant your vegetables you, you can harvest at the same time. So this is a really good article going through and talking about the things. You can grow early maturing varieties and later maturing varieties of the same plant. You know, that way you get two versions of the crop. So oh. lots, of, lots of really good things to do on this to help make it more... Easy on you and to be able to handle all the food when it comes in. Because the hardest thing about being a, uh, a farmer or a gardener is all the work that goes into it. Then you sit around and do nothing for a couple of months. And then you got harvesting that goes on, which seems like forever. And then it's all done. And now you clean up for the winter. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to spread that harvesting out a little bit so it's easier to deal with. That makes sense. You know, I've got some random garden things in here. You know, things such as when to water your vegetable garden, how to make compost in 14 days with the Berkeley method. I'm not overly fond of this one. You know, I looked at this one and I'm like, yeah, this is something that can be done, but you have to you have to be able to tend the compost pile daily. You have to flip it daily for it to work. You can't just let it work. I, I, I like the lazy method. You just pile it up and let Mother Nature do it all for you. You know, so if you got the time, you should do it. You know, I also had a discussion with someone this weekend about like these green, these rotating compost bins. I've got one of those. They're kind of a pain in the ass to work too. So composting is slightly art and luck. Now this one I thought was useful because not that I have an ant problem, but I have an ant problem. Not that it's a problem. And... They had a method in here for getting rid of ants that I thought was the most ingenious method I had ever heard for it. And the reason I want to get rid of them is because the fuckers are farmers. And they don't farm anything useful. They come in and farm aphids on my plants, on my pepper plants. 
<laughs> Which really pisses me off because they farm them on my pepper plants. I covered <laughs> I covered them in diatomaceous earth a, uh, a couple of days ago. They hadn't come back since. Diatomaceous earth wipes them out. But what you can use, one of the really great things, it's a ant trap that they will take this this bait back to their hive and it will wipe out their hive, but yet it won't harm another critter around you. And what that is, is you mix up baking soda with powdered sugar, put it in a container, make a hole for the ants to get into, get the sh carry the powdered sugar and baking soda mix back to their thing. And then what happens is the baking soda it causes them to uh, die because they can't because their digestive system can't handle baking soda. Huh? I thought that's that kind of like cornstarch. Cornstarch ends up uh, causing them to essentially explode. Yeah, well, that's a baking soda. The other one I heard, and I didn't bring that one, but it was another article I saw about dealing with rats and mice. They can't get rid of uh, baking soda either. You take baking soda, oh. mix it with uh, peanut butter. And put it on the trap, uh, not even a trap, just put it in a bait trap so they can eat it and carry it away and take it back to their hive. Maybe they eat it or maybe they feed it to others. And it causes them to explode, basically, because they can't burp. Nice. The gas just kills them. And if some other critter comes along and eats them, it won't hurt the other critters. Yeah, because they can burp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I thought that was brilliant. That was just like, aha, reha, let's um, deal with that. We Nice. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, thought that was... Powdered sugar is really useful for ant traps. Yeah, well, that's what pulls them in, is the powdered sugar. Mm -hmm. So, and we've got a few other ones here. Now we've got some cooking can canning stuff here. And this is something everyone needs to get on board with. You need to be learning to cook simple, easy, nutritious meals with minimal amounts of ingredients. I suggest you stock up on as much herbs and spices as you can because bland food sucks. Yeah, it does. So you want lots of herbs and spices to do this. But this is an article for eight great Depression-era recipes <laughs> we will probably need real soon <laughs> at the rate it's going right now. I like their, they got depression bread, which is flour, yeast, salt, warm water, which is basically what I make when I make sourdough. It's flour, ye it's flour natural yeast, and salt, and uh, water. It's basically the same recipe as most bread, except yeah. that this one just skips on, on the butter. Yep, it skips on the butter. But what they don't tell you in this one here is you can substitute uh, uh, one quarter of that flour with uh, sawdust. Yeah. <laughs> or potato flour or something else. Potato flour is definitely better for you. Yes, but uh, you know, if if you're if people are truly starving, they'll never taste the sawdust. True. Here's one here. Chip beef beef on a toast on toast, also known as SOS. Yep. Shit on a shingle. <laughs> and it can be made with beef jerky. Take beef jerky, butter, flour, milk, salt and pepper, and bread for serving. You turn the flour, milk, butter, oil, and beef jerky into a gravy with beef jer jerky, and by the time it's cooked, the beef jerky's all softened up for you, so you can just eat it up. I used to have that. My mom used to serve that as a kid when I was a kid. 
It looks like a odd version of Sloppy Joe. It is an odd version of Sloppy Joe. But it's a you know pretty cheap meal. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cheap meal. Dandelion salads. Get out there and pick your dandelions, folks. Learn how to clean them. Baked beans, get used to beans. Grow beans, grow beans, and grow beans. Beans are easy to grow. They're easy to store. They can be stored long-term, and they're really full of lots of nutrition. Yeah, they are. And everything in this package you can grow. Beans, tomatoes, onion, garlic. Well, the lard might be a little tough unless you grow pigs. <laughs> molasses, well, molasses might be a little hard. You can might be you can live without the molasses in it. Find some other sweetener. You can always grow sugar beets and create your own sugar. Yeah. Or if you're really uh, ingenious, you can get out there and do what uh, I haven't done yet, but I've got somebody um, further out uh, in Lake Couchin area. I've uh, been talking to. She's got a bunch of birch trees. And I was gonna, oh. I, I was gonna try and collect birch sap this year, but too much, too many things got in my way. I'm going yeah, to get out there and tap some trees. Yep, yeah, tap, tap birch trees, and you can cook it down just like maple syrup. And I hear birch sap, sap is really tasty. It's just got a slightly different flavor than maple syrup, but it's just as sweet. And you can turn that oh. into, you can turn that into sugar too. I wonder what pine sap would taste like, because pine itself is pretty sweet. Yeah, well, you'd have to look into that one. I've never looked into pine, tapping pine trees for their sap. Yeah. You can tap any tree, just not sure what all of them taste like. Well, not all of them are very palatable or digestible. You know. Yeah, I don't think oak tree would be. It's got serious bitterness to it. Yeah, well, oak has tannins. Oak oak contains massive amounts of tannins, which is why you can eat acorns, but only if you treat the acorns to remove the tannins. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I learned how to do that, and it's stuck in my memory now, is the easiest way to, to deal with acorns. Like, you can grab acorns, gather them up, treat them, bake them, crush them, powder it, and you can use acorn flour like you do regular flour. It just doesn't rise as well as regular flour does. So the cakes tend to be more dense. The bread tends to be more dense. But it is highly nutritious, and it has a pretty nutty flavor, provided you got rid of the tannins. And getting rid of the tannins is easy enough to do. All you have to do to get rid of the tannins is you need a mesh bag of some sort. You gather all your acorns, throw them in a mesh bag. If you've got a running stream near you, the easiest way is to toss the mesh bag in the running stream and leave them there for about a week. And all the tannins will leach out. If you don't have a running stream, you can pour, uh, put them in a pot of water, boil them for a while till the water turns sort of mucky colored, scoop them all out, put fresh water in, and you got to do that several times until the water is clear, and then you've gotten rid of the tannins. And then all you got to do is roast, uh, crack them, roast them, and crush them. You got to crack and get the nut out. You can't, can't use the shell. You need a nut in the center. So anyway, then they got potato soup, which is highly nutritious, and more in here. You know, all of this, we've got food supply issues, and along with the food supply issues, well, guess what? You will obey. Time to scare more people. But of course. 
Hepatitis oh, yeah. A outbreak is linked to organic <laughs> strawberries. You know what I love yeah, about I this? this <laughs> you know what I love about this one the most? What? They tell you that it has sickened 17 people in the U.S. and 10 in Canada, and they recalled all the strawberries. And yet the marvelous jab has sickened thousands, killed thousands, and yet there's no recall. Made thousands infertile, too. Yes. Well, it's like, I, I see this, and I'm like, really? Because 15 illnesses reported in, in California, and one in Minnesota, and one in North Dakota— and they don't tell you about the ones in Canada. So they recalled all the strawberries. So they're scaring everybody. And, of course, I saw this one hit the thing. And then, of course, I was in my in my Facebook feed. And there was all these people in there talking about, yeah, I don't think our store had them. Yeah, I think we're good. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, God. Scare the fucking people. Scare them, man. We need something else to scare them. We're not scaring them enough with the guns and the wars and everything else. We need something new to scare them. Control the food. Strawberries from grocery stores don't taste good anyway. Um, the only thing that they have in common with strawberries is their shape and their color. Yeah, they don't, ugh, they, they, they don't taste good. It's, I think the reason why I don't like most fruit at this point is because I've mostly had grocery store fruit and I mm. haven't enjoyed eating fruit in a very long time. But as I've been eating fruit out of your garden, I'm finding I like fruit again. Well, that's because the fruit in the grocery stores is picked when it is, it is unripe. They force a ripeness into it, but that force of ripeness only brings on the colorings. It doesn't bring on the, grocery, the sweetness. The grocery store fruit used to have flavor? Yes, it did. It used to be fresher. It used to come from closer like, distances. When I was a kid? Yeah, it that did. That recently? Yes, in the 80s. In the 80s and okay, er, so early 90s. Okay, so maybe that's why I don't like the fruit anymore then. Because my taste buds are like, no, 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 that's all, not right. All of this started in the late 90s into the early 2000s is when they started changing instead of getting our fruit more from local. you got to remember, over on the mainland, just over in Vancouver, just outside the ferry terminal, if you drive through there now, you see tons of houses and mm. and apartment building complexes. Well, in the early, early, late, all the way up through to the late 90s, early 2000s, that was farmland. Oh, really? Yeah, that was all farmland. That was the Delta. That was the prime farmland for the the lower mainland. That was the primest farmland we had. But then, of course, oh. where there's prime farmland, that's also prime real estate for building housing of all uh -huh. kinds. Because it's the easiest land to develop. It's already mostly flat. The, there's no rocks on it. You know, they, they just got to bulldoze it even flatter put down their foundations and build a building, you know. And so what they've that done is sense. they sold off the farmland and they got rid of it. So there's less and less farmland over there. So more and more of our fruit and everything started coming from California. And then, of course, Mexico got into the game and they make it cheaper. California makes it. And it's still cheaper to grow it in, in Mexico, ship it from Mexico all the way to here, than it is to grow it in California and ship it here, than it is to grow it in Vancouver and ship it here. Which makes absolutely no sense in the whole... No, no, it really doesn't. In the whole, in the whole scheme. The bloody system. The bloody system, is my favorite, is the uh, mandarin oranges um, that, you know, you can buy them in these little plastic containers with juice... They're grown in Argentina, packed in Thailand, 
then sold in the United States. So in other words, they grow them in Argentina, they ship them to Thailand, they pack them up, and then they ship them back to the States to sell them for next to nothing. You know, it's like, wow. it's like you think about this. First they grow them in Argentina, then they stick them on a boat, which probably takes three or four weeks to cross the Atlantic Ocean uh, to Thailand, and then around the tip of China, and, and then they ship them all the way back. It's like... It, it breaks the brain that, that this can be done in our current system every single it time. It really, really does. Yeah. And then, of course, we have Dr. Bill Gates, who's telling us rich countries should be eating 100% synthetic beef. You can get used to the taste difference, Gates says, of lab-grown meats, which, of course, he's heavily invested in. Nobody can see my eye, but it's twitching, and I swear my face is starting to go slack with the stupidity destroying my brain. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, it is <laughs> wonderful stuff. You will be happy. You will eat the bugs. <laughs> you will own nothing, be happy, and eat the bugs and the lab-grown meats, which we will make from garbage. Literally. We will recycle your shit and turn it into meat to feed you. Maybe the world really does need an EMP to hit the Western world, man. Make us start over again. Sometimes you got to wonder, man. After all, Soylent Green is people. I still can't believe a a company named itself Soylent and and made their label green. And, of course, almost nobody gets that. It's like, I can't remember the movie. Is this movie called Soylent Green? I think so. It's been referred to a lot in my house lately. My uh, my on. husband is a movie buff. He keeps talking about it. But I think the movie's called Soylent Green, and it's just, wow, it's special. Yeah, it is. It's, the movie's called Soylent Green. It was, it, was made, it was made in 1973, and it was a great movie. I've seen it a couple of times. And, of course— I it, still have yet to see it. it it's a great <laughs> movie. And it's because pollution destroyed the world. People died out or were living in thing, and all of a sudden everything's fresh. They're living in a wonder city. Everything is controlled, and they eat Soylent Green crackers, crackers made of euthanized humans. So Soylent Green is people. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't believe that one first. And it's made from soy, of course, which is even more common. Of course. <laughs> And of course, along with the rising of Dr. Bill Gates wanting you to eat the synthetic meats, we have America's beef supply is expected to shrink. Yep. As yeah, this drought- is something I brought, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yep, you did. You brought it. Yep. This is this is a actually really interesting article uh they're talking about how the beef supply is supposed is supposed to shrink due to drought and rising production costs Mm -hmm. which makes sense i mean the drought isn't just going to kill off the food that feeds the humans it's also killing off the food we use to feed the animals and without enough water on the land to water the animals they're going to have issues as well Mm -hmm. it's I'm not surprised I, I, that we're going to have a shrinkage of, of beef. I have a feeling prob- there's probably going to be a lot of really cheap beef in the fall because they're going to have to call a bunch of the animals, and then yeah. it's going to be more precious than gold. Yeah, well, 
I, I pay attention when I go to the store, and when I see it on sale, whether I need it or not, I buy it and freeze it. Yeah. And it's because I, you know, the sale prices are what the regular prices were a year and a half ago now. A year and a half, what they put on sale now, that's what, I, that's what they paid for it regularly a year and a half ago. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm investing in my future by buying food and stocking up on foods. But yeah. Yeah, we put ourselves in a bit of a debt trying to catch up on our stores, but it's worth the debt to catch up on your stores because oh. in good time, you're not going to have an, anything to buy. You'll be able to put all the money you're putting into food right now back into the debt that you owe. That's right. So you've got, and you've got to, you got to eat. You know, everyone has yeah. to eat. So you want to be stocking up as much as you can, paying attention to these articles here. And, you know, ranchers are worried now because of the droughts in the areas that are drought. But other ranchers, like the ones here on the wet coast, are worried because of the wetness of it all. You know, Nothing's so, growing. Well, We it, seem to be uh, caught with uh, one side is, is dying in drought. The other side is dying from too much wet. Yeah. There's no... There's no middle ground right now. It's one or the other, it seems. Well, this is this, these are the patterns of the Grand Solar Minimum. Oh, yeah. The Grand Solar Minimum has these patterns. And these, what happened is we'll have a year or two like this, and then we'll have a year or two of really great, prosperous years for growing. And it'll go right back to this for several years and then back. Because the, during the Grand Solar Minimum, you get these wild fluctuations. And it's going to last until it's it's the grand solar minimum. We won't be coming out of it until you know I'm pushing 85 years old at the time, uh, in around 2040, 2050, 2030 is supposed to be the peak of it. That is going to that's supposed to be the peak of the grand solar minimum. We entered the grand solar minimum a couple of years ago, which is why which is why I still feel like the. Uh, the COVID crap was a, was a mistake. Not It was purposely done, but it was a mistake on the timing. The timing was not supposed to happen two years ago. It was supposed to happen... Um, Probably nec- about now-ish. No, next year. 20, it, was supposed to, it was supposed to coincide with 2023 to 25 as we push closer to the 2030 agenda. Ah. You know, because the 2030 agenda is the big one, and they needed it closer to that to control it. But they just took advantage of it. They had the plans in place, so they just went full tilt into it because they had no option. Yeah, I noticed they're really flailing trying to figure out what to throw up to distract the masses next. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, monkeypox? Yeah, that didn't monkey- even last very long. That one didn't last. Even the bird flu is missing. I mean, yeah. I've got, I've got some, I didn't bring anything on the bird flu because there's, it's gone. It's, it, it's vanished. It's vanished from the news cycle. It's like for a week and a half, the bird flu was everywhere. I still see these things pop up in my Facebook feed of, you know, you know, protect your flock. Know, how, know the signs of the bird flu. It's like, okay, but there's no news articles, no panics, no killing off the flocks, no nothing. It's like it's gone. And monkeypox is vanishing too. Maybe what they're doing is they're testing out various things and they're gauging the reaction of the masses, yeah. seeing what hits people more and whatever it hits people the most. Maybe that's what they'll come down on um, uh, around uh, the end of fall, beginning of winter. Yeah, well, guns, but you know, guns. Yeah, are, but guns. I mean, that that one's short lived. That one has also been an ongoing thing, and they've been slowly but surely pulling back the people's ability to legally have guns because, mm-hmm. you know, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, damage all of the legal gun owners rather than mm-hmm. actually doing something about the illegal gun owners. Yeah. But 
as they get that dealt with, they're doing it slowly but surely, and they're doing it in like little spurts, I'm finding, so that mm. people don't really notice exactly how much is happening. Yeah. And I think the goal there is to, by 2025, mm -hmm. make it so that no person can legally own any guns or ammo in their house. Yeah, they're Unless they've already at... bought it, because they won't be able to do anything about people who've already bought it, I think. Well, they will. They'll try. For anyone anyone who has pistols, they already know who all those people are. Those people are all registered. Those that have long guns, they yeah. won't know. Anyone who only has long guns, they won't know in Canada. Of course, the United States, fortunately, has the protections of their Second Amendment. Uh, Second Amendment. Lucky bastards, but uh, only because they had a smart they had a smart uh, smart bunch of people when they created their government. All the rest of the governments, well, all the rest of them went. Wait a minute, wait a minute, man. If we if we let if we do like the United States, we're going to be just as fucked with as as United States will be in you know a hundred years. Their government won't be able to control their people. <laughs> so, at any rate, we've got I do, this. I do all think that is their goal. Yeah, and, and all this stuff here, they're helping keep everyone depressed and upset. So I suggest to you, what you might want to do is learn about the backyard plant that has a similar effect to Xanax. <laughs> you know, of course, Xanax being an antidepressant. And yep. you can grow this one and grow tons of it. And it is chamomile. Oh. And it, there's two versions of it, Roman versus German chamomile. The German chamomile is the most common form. The Roman chamomile is not as common. Um, but they are pretty much the same plant. They're just different sizes. And uh, you can create all kinds of things from it, from teas to oils to tea blends. But when you drink it, it has a similar effect on your body to Xanax, thereby helping perk you up and changing your mood. Only I did not know that. The that proper really cool. one, neither, neither did I. I didn't know about I didn't know about this that it was I always knew it was good and relaxing and calming. I also know one thing it is also for is uh this was part of the um part of the blend that um the shaman used to give uh young women who uh played around a little too much and didn't weren't ready for babies or marriage. Because uh, they had a blend of uh, herbs that caused that were basically the same thing as the morning after pill, and chamomile is one of those herbs in that blend. In fact, if if pregnant women in the early stages of their pregnancy drink chamomile tea, they can cause they can cause a miscarriage. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's actually really good to know. Yeah, chamomile is one of there. There's a blend of them. I don't know all of them. I can't remember the others. I started to learn them when I was really big into my shamanism and herbalism lore, and I was working on the blend. But there was a blend. There was also a blend that the uh, shaman used to make um, for those that wanted to have sex with a contraceptive. And of course, condoms mm. weren't invented really, but he would blend up honey. And several other herbs, and the women, the women would insert that in her vagina before sex, and it would prevent, the, and it would kill the sperm. It was basically a spermicide. Yeah, a natural spermicide. It was a natural spermicide, and of course, There's you know, the, the honey just made it that the honey just made it that much sweeter, which is why it was called a honey pot. <laughs> There's a couple of recipes I've been trying to learn for things like that. Yeah. Yeah, learning the those. The recipe I've been trying to learn is something to help with cramps. That's mm. natural. Mm. And of course, I don't have it up on the website yet, but I have created a calming, relaxing tea that is chamomile, hops, 
uh, rose petals and um, chamomile hops, rose petal, and uh, what's the fourth herb in it? Oh, I forgot what lemon the fourth. Lemon grass? No, a lemon balm. Lemon balm. Lemon balm. Lemon balm. grass and it sweetens it. Uh, lemon balm gives it flavor. Um, but but uh, those four, I'm having troubles growing my lemongrass. For some reason, mm. my lemongrass keeps dying on me. I, I, Too hot? No, I don't know what it is. It's just something. Lemongrass doesn't like me. That's that's all I have to say. <laughs> it's it's got to learn to like me. But the tea I make, it's it's a hit because at the last market, I was handing out samples of it. And people were just loving it. And I ended up selling, nice. surprised me, I ended up selling four packages of it. Nice. So I was just really quite thrilled that uh, people liked it that much. Of course, it didn't hurt that I was flavoring it with my freeze-dried fruit. So. And you didn't offer any to your tea-obsessed granddaughter? You terrible being you. She wasn't, she wasn't at the market <laughs> last weekend. She could have she drank a whole bunch. Up. Oh, well, it sucks <laughs> to be her. So anyway... <laughs> You want there's lots of ways that you can help manage your anxieties in the world today with natural stuff you can grow in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Natural flowers, herbs, everything you need to help manage all of that stuff. Thinking of the crazy, let's go check in on our chickens. Let's see how we're doing with chickens. Hey, they're Not moving. They'll be asleep. Nope, we got them. They're oh, eating. Oh wow, sword. they've grown a lot. Yeah, they get big fast. I'm They're only going... seeing them like once a week. Yeah. So like every time I see them, they've grown two sizes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I only saw them a couple of days ago, and they've already gone. See the smaller one there in the front? Yeah. That one there was that one there was smaller two days ago. <laughs> yeah. So they're up and moving. They're such, a, they're such adorable, gangly teenage birds. Yeah, aren't they starting to look like gangly teenagers now? They are. Just wait till I just wait till I get them out into the chicken coop. When uh, I'm moving them to the chicken coop this weekend, where we'll have full pictures of them and see what they're up to. They look like my gangly 14-year-old. Yep. <laughs> All right. So as we talk about chickens are crazy, keeping yourself a chicken coop. Let's move that to this one here. There we go. Now we gotta close that off. There we go. All right, keeping a chicken coop. This is a really great article on the things you need to do to keep a chicken coop. Start by figuring out what chickens you want, what kind of eggs you want, how much space you're going to give the chickens for really happy chickens. The more space, the happier they are. Keeping them safe from predators, which is a, a problem in most places. You know, some places your predators might only be rats and mice. You know, and rats can do some serious damage. They don't often kill the chickens, but they steal your eggs. So feeder feeder and waterer, making sure they've got easy access to food and water. You know, they get really upset and pick on each other. So access to water is really essential. Keeping the coop clean. All the things you need to do to make sure you get good, happy, healthy chickens and... and Beautiful, big-tasting eggs. So you want to check that one out. And, of course, if you're... What's that? Sorry. I was going to say, I got very distracted for a moment by pig nipple waterers. Oh, pig nipple waterers? (laughs) 
Yeah, they don't show them in any pictures here, but they're 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 a type. I'm thinking of getting some and setting up that kind of waterer because it it uses less water, creates less mess, and uh, makes it easier to keep the water jug filled for the chickens. So, is it like a hamster hamster water bottle kind of the same S idea? Where it's same only idea, as much water as they get come out. Comes yeah, out? they they peck at it. It puts out water. They peck at it. It puts out water like a hamster water bottle where oh, they lit. Hang on, where do we go? Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Okay. Back yet? Okay. We're not there. All right. So anyway, it works a lot like a hamster bottle where you... Where the Hello. Hamster, works like a hamster bottle where the hamster licks it and gets the water. Everything okay? Yeah. The wrong element got turned on. There was a bit of bacon grease in the pan. Oh, not a smart thing. No, not not a smart thing, but you know it happens. Yeah, it does. All right, now of course, if you have chickens, sooner or later, you're gonna have to deal with. Well, you might not have to if you keep it clean enough, but you may have to deal with mites and lice, chicken mites and lice. How do they get those? I mean, if your if your coop doesn't have any to begin with, how do they happen? Well, they're, how, do, how do kids get lice when they go to school? I mean, they just happen. They hang out with other kids that have lice. And where did those kids get them? From other kids that got lice. You know, maybe a bird, wild bird came into the neighborhood, had lice. It jumped down on the ground. The chicken ran over where it was, and it jumped up. Who the hell knows? That actually makes sense. You know, I hadn't it, really thought about that. You know, it's like it, it can come from anywhere. They could be, they could already exist in something. But, yeah, they need they need a host, but... But it can happen, and they get them. It's like a friend of mine is dealing with it this last week on uh, on their chickens. They had chicken. They had um, what they call. It's in this article here because oh, where is it? They had leg mite, uh, leg mice, like uh, scaly leg mites is what they're called. They had scaly leg mites. It's a nasty thing, and it's a lot of work to clean up the infection. Those things look really creepy. Yeah, well, they're they're bugs. Bugs I don't that, like things with more than four legs. They're the bugs that uh, George Soros and Bill Gates want you to eat. Yum. Yum, 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 yum. Go yum, back yum. to our to our prehistoric monkey days. Yes, back to our, sit there and pick, lights, uh, pick, pick mites off, lice off each other and eat them. So anyway, this is something yeah. you have to deal with. Now, one of the things you can do to prevent it is make sure you set up a dust bath for chickens. Because dust wipes out mites and lice. Because they need something to cling to. And dirty, it's like people think you're dirty if you've got lice and mite uh, stuff. You're not really, because if you're really dirty, they got nothing to hang on to. They fall off. Yeah, they like clean stuff the they best. Like, they like clean. The cleaner, the better. But that's same with the chickens. And you give them a dust bath, and what you do is you put diatomaceous earth into their dust bath, and diatomaceous earth kills those critters. Because diatomaceous earth, diatomaceous earth is actually microskeletons of uh, ancient sea creatures. So they're literally razor-sharp edges at the micro level, which is what causes it kills these things. Because it causes little cuts in them, but basically the best way I have to describe it, it cuts them all up and damages them. I love, the, I love that stuff. Hmm. You take that stuff, you spray, you like spray it around the edges of your house or the, hmm. the under edge of your carpet. Yeah. It kills everything that tries to come in or live under your carpets like flies. Yep. 
Because all them critters can't handle diatomaceous earth. Yeah, that's great. But Such yet, if ants. It, ants seem to be immune to it. No, they're not immune to it. They just they just have to walk through enough of it. You have to make a wide enough path. Mm, maybe that was my issue. But um, you know, except diatomaceous earth is actually good for us humans. If you get the mm-hmm. the food the food food grade version of it, and you can mix it in, it's good for humans. I can't remember precisely how it's good for us, but it is good for us. I've seen articles on using diatomaceous earth in your diet. Has a bunch of minerals and stuff in it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's high in calcium because that's all that's it is. It, it's the bones. And this one here I thought was useful because it may be something I have to deal with, and that is eliminating flies in your chicken coop. So, and this flies is some, are bastards. Flies are bastards. And some things you can look out for, you know, change, change up things, use pine shavings, you know, um, just little trips, fly traps and chemicals and natural controls and other stuff. So a very useful article. So if you're raising chickens, this website's a good one to subscribe to, the Backyard Poultry. So I get a lot of, I'm getting a lot of stuff from these guys these days about it. I want a goat one day. Goat would be Goats cool. Are funny. But I got nothing I got no, I got no place to keep a goat. They need they need food and I don't want them eating everything in my garden. Yeah, see, I want a goat, but I also want to eventually build a house where the goat can just get up on the house and eat the grass that grows on the roof. Kind of like goats uh, on a roof up and island. Go, goats on a roof and uh and coombs. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be a perfect idea. Like create like you could even do that to your chicken coop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give it a give it a nice top there, and so grow yeah. some some grass, and get a goat, and the goat will be quite happy. Yeah, the goats, but the nice thing about goats is, you know, if, if you happen to manage to get yourself some real estate and it's massively overgrown, first thing you do is get a couple of goats, and then pin them in in the first area you want cleaned out, and in a couple three weeks they'll clean out everything. They eat pretty much oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's almost nothing goats won't eat. I can't think of what goats don't eat. Let's find out. What don't goats eat? I'm going through all the things I've had a goat try to eat off of me, and I really can't think of anything that's not tried to eat. What don't goats eat? I wonder if they still have goats at the petting zoo, or even if the petting zoo is still open. My kids kind of got bored of the petting zoo once they hit their preteens, so. Well, yeah, it's no longer as exciting for kids. Um... If I could, I'd, I'd want a, I'd want a nanny goat. Nuts, meat, metals, or other non-foods. That's really all they've got here. They've got nuts, meat, metals, and other non-foods. But they like chewing on metal. <laughs> yes. Well. <laughs> yeah, they so, will chew on a can or a fence. They love it. I don't know why, but they I, seem to. Kind of like I, my cat. Maybe my I, cat is part goat. I hear they'll even eat broom. Ooh, like Scotch broom? Yes. I don't know for Excellent. sure. I don't know for sure, but I hear they'll even eat broom, which would be a good thing. That's like we're, we're busy cutting it down. Why don't we just bring in a bunch of goats and turn them loose? Let them eat the broom. I was just going to say, get a herd of goats. Let them loose, man. We need to get rid of that crap. Although it does make very good brooms. Well, yeah, that's why, that's why it's called Scotch broom. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been thinking about lately. Actually, I've been thinking about lately as I see it on the side of the road. I'm thinking, you know, I should just probably cut out some of the best stuff for making brooms. You know, dry it and make up some natural brooms and take them to the market and sell them. Right now is the best time to harvest the Scotch broom. Mm-hmm. If you can get close to it without dying. Well, it doesn't bother me in the least. 
I have no allergies to yeah. it. Maybe I have more yeah. Scottish than you do. Well, Scotch broom doesn't just affect people with hay fever. It affects people with asthma. Any yeah. level of asthma. I don't know mm. what it is about Scotch broom. Maybe it's because it's not native, but... Well, no, it's, it's because it's high pollen. It's massive uh, pollen. Okay. Massive pollen in Scotch broom. It's like I can't go near... I can't go near... Um, a, a big patch of uh, cilantro. I can't go near a big patch of cilantro because it's the only thing left in the world that triggers my asthma. Hmm. You know, and and if I if I disturb it, it sends up such pollen and other stuff into the air that it just it causes me to uh, start to have asthma. Yeah, when when I was driving on the mainland, I was driving through uh, just acres and acres of wildland and. I had to pull over and like pour water all over myself to get the pollen off my skin and take my inhaler. <laughs> all right, let's Just see. All the Scotch room. Let's see what's happening here in honor of the American holiday, Memorial Day. The Americans are here. What are they here to do? This is actually quite a beautiful story. Um, this is a story that was written by a survivor of <laughs> the Vietnam War, I think. It says Pacific during World War II. Oh, okay. I I read it once. I just remember the, the story of the woman who spoke. Oh, here we go. Here, there it is. My dad was a 25-year Vietnam era veteran. He flew refueling planes. Okay, so it's Vietnam era. Yeah. And Why did it start out? It's a beautiful oh. story. I recommend people read it. The, the Americans Are Here comes from when a mother with her two daughters was uh th there was a raid happening on the village and this mother with her two daughters was hiding literally in the corner of their hut and then all of a sudden they looked up and like oh it's okay it's gonna be okay the americans are here they thought it was uh hmm. i can't remember his, his, what they called him but the other guy mm, cool. who was doing raids on villages the Viet Cong. yeah there we go they thought it was the Viet Cong, but it turned out to be the americans and hmm. The Americans brought them to the U.S., and this was a survivor talking about from the daughter's point of view. Oh, cool. I think it's an amazing story. Oh, cool. Yeah. All I think right. everyone should take a little bit of time to think about those things. Let's see about this pilot buzzing a tower. This is awesome. Pilots the camera can't actually keep an eye on the thing as it goes by. It's great. I think it's the tweet up above that working on loading. It's loading, loading, loading. There it is. There you go. All right, let's see. <laughs> yeah, what every pilot so cool. wants to do. All right, trippy things going on. What trippy things are going on? Uh, this is one I think it is. Yeah, this is this is pretty cool. Uh, this is something that Sean sent in to me. Hmm. It's a strange looking creature that uh, I think it's from Stranger Things. It, either it's a prop from Stranger Things or it's an actual deep ocean creature that washed up onto the Australian beach. I'm not sure which it is. And there's no real clarification. 
it seems like it's real, but it could also be part of the movie. I'm not sure. Notice all the people in hazmat suits. I would say with all the people in hazmat suits and the other ones not in hazmat suits, it looks like it's from the mo it's from a movie set. That's a movie That's how set. What I was thinking, it still looks really cool, and I yeah. I think that we'll probably have strange things washing up on the shore over the next few years with the storms mm. that are going on out there. Mm. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. That's a bizarre thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we won't bother with David Rubin being called a homophobe. Or Nancy Pelosi's husband being arrested for drunk driving. Why would we be surprised <laughs> with something like that? I mean, come on. If you're dealing with I the left I just find it hilarious, and it's not because of what happened. Like, the Eskimani calling Dave Rubin a homophobe, it's not about the thing that happened. It's about people's responses that makes mm. the whole thing so hilarious. Coincidence? I think not! <laughs> oh, come on. You're talking about the lefties. One rule for you, one rule for me. You know, rules for, for thee, not for me. You know. Doesn't on. mean I get to laugh any less and bring oh, yeah. it to everyone's attention. Like, yeah, this is funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> While we're at it here, how's that green energy working out for you, Ottawa? Considering a week and a half later after their major storm, they still have thousands of people without power. <laughs> During the power outage, of course, people want to keep their refrigerators cold and other things. So what did mm -hmm. people do? They ran their generators. And then, of course, what did all the Karens do? They bitched about noisy generators. But of course. <laughs> During a power outage. It's like <laughs> people bitched about noisy generators complaining to the, uh, to the bylaw officers saying, you know, whatever. These are noisy. It's like, it's a power outage. It's a generator. And of course, fortunately, <laughs> even Ottawa has a teeny bit of sense once in a while. The generators are exempt from making noise during a power outage. Well, that's good, at least. <laughs> it's like, I couldn't believe it. I saw this and I said, yeah, okay, that sounds about right par for the course, you know. Leftards, you know. People solving their own problems and then somebody else bitching because they didn't solve the problem, didn't, didn't, weren't prepared enough to solve the problem themselves. You can guarantee that the only people bitching about noisy generators did not own one. Of course. Hey, quick question. Mm -hmm. What did I miss here? Why is Ottawa without power? There was a major storm uh, last week. They had a major winter storm or a late winter storm. Oh, okay. I, I totally I, missed that yeah. somehow. Well, that's because Tell me it was the things that I miss and the things that I catch. Well, it was buried. That's because it was buried in the news stream by, um, by a gun shooting and um, and our government government tards um, wanting to ban our own guns and you know all kinds of other shit in there. Uh, okay, yeah, that doesn't yeah. make sense. I would miss no. it then. Yeah, it's it, it 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 only blipped across my screen for one day about the storm. It was like gone. It was wasn't even there for a day. It was there and gone. All right. And of course, Netflix is going down and down and down. <laughs> Serves them fucktards right. Yeah, actually, it's kind of funny. The people in charge of Netflix are actually starting to tell their employees to stop being offended by so much because they are losing all of their people. Mm -hmm. They're losing all of their customers. I know, I know they lost me as a customer. Well, they lost me as a customer over two years ago. Maybe, maybe they only lost three. me as a customer about eight months ago because there was a couple of TV series that were new and were cool until I got four episodes into it. I'm like, no. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a woke mind virus. And yeah, they're they're having to smarten up and realize they need to fire all their fucking woke employees. Yeah. And, and start playing. They're realizing, some stuff. holy crap, we screwed ourselves over and yeah. they, they're screwed. Get woke, go broke, man. <laughs> That's what happens. It may take a it may take a few years, but uh it does happen. I'm noticing. I'm noticing it more on these companies. Of course, when they were told they got woke and gone broke uh, two or three years ago, they first initially had a boost in people, but that was only mm. the the left hard woke people going. Oh wait, man, I got to go in here. But the problem is, is in the end, there's not enough woke people to support a business like this. They no, need the minority all, is the loudest in this case. The minority is the loudest, and they're not the ones that will eventually pay all their bills. So serves them right. But there's been many companies that have started to do that. The next one on the list that's going to go broke is, uh, unfortunately, one of my favorite, which is Blizzard. Oh, um, yeah. I was so sad to see that. I was so sad to see that, and it's like, okay, well, I can see Blizzard dying, and I'm already starting to see small stories popping into my feeds because I still subscribe to some of my old gamer stuff. I don't game anymore, but I still see this stuff come through, and they're starting. I had to, to do delete this. all my gaming stuff; it's too distracting. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have time for gaming anymore. You know, if someone's spending a lot of time gaming, they have an awful lot of time on their hands. That's really what it boils down to. Um, but anyway, I've seen Blizzard, the the people who've been playing the games for many years who aren't woke are starting to bitch, and they will be the first ones gone, and people will celebrate their leaving until more of them leave, until they start losing business. <laughs> All right, and you've got um, a final one. Creepy flashcards for preschoolers. I'm scared to look at this one. Oh, so creepy. So freaking creepy. <laughs> So these are flashcards that are being used to teach preschoolers colors. And she looks like she has a bloody nose and like the male thing has blood all of his shoulder. Mm-hmm. It is creepy as shit. Yeah, I can see that. That's the only two they're showing you, huh? Yeah, it's just creepy. <laughs> My husband is in the kitchen. He's looking at the picture, and I think he just had a, um, a small aneurysm. Hmm. <laughs> now, even he though sounds a little bit like Donald Duck talking about it. <laughs> even though we talked about the monkeypox being mostly off the uh, panel, I still had a couple of quick things on the monkeypox because they put this okay. stuff out there and then it vanished. Uh, close your bedroom door. We 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 might get serenaded by a trumpet. I'm down uh, with that. All right. Now, three theories about the origins of the monkeypox is something I'd put in here. And what they're calling these is conspiracy theories, but what they should be calling them is just spoilers. Spoiler alerts. Three fear- theories. And, of course, they go three theories. One is likely true about the origins of monkeypox. Among the false theories... It was caused by using a chimpanzee adenovirus vector in the AstraZeneca vaccine. Well, that's the most likely one to make it true. Because Wow, yeah, that seems like the most likely one to me. But this is the one that they, because, and of course, the reason I, I also picked that is they go, of the false theories, you know. Yeah, you know, uh, I think that does protest too much. Yes. Now, supposedly, you know, this is a virus that, 
it's been around for a while, but it's never been a problem. Supposedly, miraculously, out of the blue, there's been an uh, outbreak in a dozen countries. You know, all at once, all in the same week. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like, wait a minute, something's wrong with this. Something's wrong with this picture. It's kind of like the Rona. Nobody stopped to think about the Rona having an outbreak in multiple countries all at the same time. Even the even I the flu, even the flu pandemic of twenty eighteen or nineteen eighteen didn't break out in all the countries at the exact same time. Well, the way they're explained that away is air travel. Yeah, well, even still, but I I just had a thought. What if like. I know that our bodies are a certain temperature, but what happens when our bodies wind up getting heated up by the weather change or our, when our bodies change due to temperature change, weather change? Mm-hmm. How does that cause uh, the vaccine to react in our bodies? Does it make a difference, do you think? I Probably. I have no idea. All right. Hmm. Then they've got another one here. Uh, what's the other it's only different, blah, 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 since there's immunity. Come on. Okay. The U.S. let loose monkeypox. Well, this one's possible in the realm of possibility. But, of yep. course, what are they going to well, blame it on? Oh, they blame, They say false. Well, this one here, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give them 50-50 shot being false <clears throat> on this one. Because it could have been China or somebody else, or the U.S. coincided. You know, it could have been, it, somebody somebody let it loose. But I, I I tend to lean more towards the vaccinated one. But of course, the one that they say is likely true is the monkey pox oh was God. spread by sex at two raves in Europe. So they're but missing se- a key ingredient. Butt sex. Gay man sex. Well, that's what the, that's what they say <laughs> in this this little snippet here. It was gay man sex? Gay men at the raves having sex, having butt sex. It was all about the butt sex, man. And that is the likely true one, is that it was spread by sex at two raves in Europe. So two raves in Europe spread it across the globe all at the same time. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go ahead with that theory. That one works. I, I like it. <laughs> I, I really like it. Yeah, so it's right in there. Yes, because that one will only offend the gay men, and the gay men don't really count, as we all know. Yes, well, the gay men don't count, man. They're not even part of the LGBT anymore. They're no, not even, they're not. They're not even part of the LGBTQAIP anymore, you know? It's like gay, gay men are they're, they're ostracized, especially the white gay men. They're the, they're the most evil on the planet. They're even more evil than straight white men. No, sorry, they're, they're slightly less evil than straight white men. Straight white men are the most evil on the planet. Actually, lesbians who don't like trans are oh, that's to get right. pushed into the same category. Yes, the, the new TERFs. Yes, thinking of that, you had yeah. some interesting stuff on that. Let's go dive. Actually, before yeah. we dive into that, hold that thought. I need to, we need to take a bit of a moment, momentary break. Let's see if we have chicken action and uh, we'll play some music for the chickens if they're out and about. <laughs> Otherwise. Oh, chickens aren't out and about. Okay, no chickens. But if you play the music and leave that on for the whole break, I'll bet you they'll appear just okay. as we come back. All right, well, we'll see what happens here. A little music. We'll take our bit of a break here at the top of the hour. All right. All week long you've been working hard. 
In the factory or the shipyard At construction you are employed The weekend's here, now you're overjoyed With thoughts of A boisterous Saturday night It's the boys night to howl And the girls night to prowl It's the blue collar workers Boisterous Saturday night A chance to let off steam a chance to holler and scream It's blue-collar workers Boisterous Saturday night All week long you've been longing for That whistle to blow, get out that door A quick shower, a fast meal Rev up the car and make her wheels squeal Heading for a boisterous Saturday night it's the boys not to have and the girls not to proud. It's the blue collar workers, boisterous Saturday night. A chance to let off steam, a chance to holler and scream. It's the blue collar workers, boisterous Saturday night. Chickens didn't come out. They're laying down, being lazy-ass chickens. Yeah, well, they're teenagers. Yeah, that's true. Not much different <laughs> than any other teenager. They eat, they sleep. They eat more, yep. they sleep more. All righty. So where do you have this article here about the turfs? Oh, crap, where did I put it? Um... Let's get in and talk about this. It's not in your pet peeve of the week. That's where I expected to find it. Yeah, I'm looking. Oh, um, it's actually under the Great Reset. Oh, wow. Under uh, You Are Here, Home, Uncategorized. <laughs> under Great Reset, You Are Here, Home? Yeah, you, you put that on there, not me. There's eat, see bugs, and be happy. Then you are here. And then lesbians being raped by trans women. Okay. Well, for some reason, I'm not seeing it because I'm looking under the Great Reset. 
Hmm. Oh, no, the great ketchup shortage. <laughs> See, this is what set me off is the great ketchup shortage. Oh, there we go. You're, we're, let's deal with yours, then we'll come back to the great ketchup shortage because that <laughs> rolls right together with lesbians being raped by trans women. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, so <laughs> lesbians being raped by trans women. This is, this is literally a thing that is happening because yeah. women who don't like dick are being told that they're they're transphobes and they're going yeah. to be pushed out of the LGB community, the community that is supposed to be there to support them mm -hmm. and to make it possible for them to feel comfortable and safe enough to date another woman. They're being told that they're terrible, evil, horrible people who deserve to be <coughs> uh, beaten, raped, and attacked if they don't allow a individual who calls himself a woman, even though they have a penis, and allow that individual to penetrate them with their penis. Mm. Not cool. I mean, I can't, I, I'm, I'm bi, and I can't even imagine what it would have been like when I was younger, and I was, you know, coming to terms with the fact that I liked women too, but then also being told that if I didn't like a woman who was not feminine at all, that I was a terrible, evil person. Like, then they're not how women. much more screwed up can you make people? They're not women, they're, they're men who are pretending to be women, especially if they haven't cut off their penis and turned it into a hole. If they haven't yeah, cut I mean, off their penis and turned it into a hole, they're just men pretending to be women because they figure they'll get laid easier. <coughs> and this is a really bad thing that's going on. Like, there are mm -hmm. lesbians and there are trans and there are straight people who are all mm -hmm. part of this supposed community who are pressuring and attacking these especially younger lesbian women, mm -hmm. lesbian girls, really, mm -hmm. for not wanting to be with someone with a penis. Yeah, well. And I, this, this really, really upsets me and actually has gotten me pretty damn riled because this is something I fought for in three different countries. This is something I fought for the right to do myself, to date a woman. The original idea of LGB community mm -hmm. was so that people had a right to date who they wanted. They had a right to say, no, I don't like penis. I only like badge. Leave me the hell alone if you got a dangly bit. Yep. That was the right we fought for. Mm -hmm. And now here we are again at square one because dicks with a cock decide they want to stick it in the girls all mm -hmm. over again. Mm -hmm. No, not cool. And it all makes up an itty bitty teeny tiny percentage of the entire population. And yet somehow everybody's falling into this stupid mind fuck where, oh, I'm a female and I only like other females, but, you know, if, if this one has a penis but calls himself a female, I gotta try it. No, it's no different from the mm -hmm. original. How do you know you don't like cock if you haven't tried it? Well, that was rape too. Mm -hmm. And that whole, the, those camp things, I can't remember what they're called, but those mm -hmm. camp things that would turn your kid straight for a feet. Mm-hmm. This is like DIY, turn yourself straight. Yeah, well. It pisses me off that this is happening all over again and mm. makes me want to go. I don't even know what to do. I just no. want to scream about it. There's nothing to do. They, they will eat themselves. They will destroy their communities. They will be regulated back to the mental hospitals. And uh, away it goes. You know, the world's Stupid changing. fucking idiots who've destroyed things they've been mm. fought for for so long, we finally got it, and then this bullshit happens. Yep. I wish I had more booze. Oh, well, I've got <laughs> wine, so at least I got some of that.
That's the joys of um, you know making a batch of wine every two or three months. I've always got bottles of wine kicking yeah. around. I have the last of my Jamesons. Oh, well, there you go. And on that lovely note, remember, we are in a great ketchup shortage of 2022, which is probably what set me off to go make ketchup. Current global shortages that might impact you now. This is a list of global shortages that are actually happening in the world. First off, bacon. Bacon? Yeah, bacon. Bacon is uh, going to be short because they had to kill off a lot of pigs because they couldn't feed them. You know. <clears throat> oh, wasn't there also that swine flu fear? Well, the swine, swine, swine flu. There's a swine flu fear too. Yeah. So bacon. Kind of going through the animals one by one. I just realized. Yep, they're, they're working their way swine through. Swine flu, and uh, I guess we're gonna have a bovine uh, issue probably this year. And oh, probably. We've, we've already had the avian flu. Mm-hmm. Gasoline. Well, everyone knows about gasoline right now. Anyone yeah. who drives a vehicle, considering it now costs me, you know. 35 bucks more to go up and down the island than it did, be- did before. So it's a pretty expensive trip up and down the island in my truck now. It's like 80 bucks in my truck yeah. now versus the 50 it was. Pet food. For those that have pets, if you need pet food, stock up. Stock up or learn how to make it yourself. One of the two. My recommendation is to learn how to make it because you're going to have a much easier time with that. Yeah, so I've been gonna... having a hard time stocking up on my cat's food. And I, he's a cat. Mm. He doesn't go through much food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pet food's starting to become in short supply. Chicken wings. Because of course, due to the pretend avian flu. Now, I'm going to say pretend avian flu because every single one of the so-called cases of the avian flu was determined by the PCR test, the exact same test, which has already been proven to be useless in the COVID diagnosis. diagnosis and it's not even a test for diagnosing. It's a test to determine if a molecule exists. It doesn't determine if something is infected or not. All it, it determines is that that molecule exists. That's it. So, yeah, so there's a shortage of chicken wings. And I have noticed that chicken wings are really expensive now. And sad thing is, is I like chicken wings. <laughs> I like chicken wings, too. But, you know, the rest I, of the chicken is just as good. Well, I like the rest of the chicken, too. But you know, you're gonna, it means the shortage is the chicken. But chicken wings is the big one people will notice. The thing is, is like, you know, I, I, I've spent a lot of time perfecting my barbecue sauce for chicken wings. And now that I've perfected making the ketchup, which is the basis of the barbecue sauce, I can have 100% homemade barbecue sauce now. Instead of using bottled awesome. ketchup, instead of using bottled ketchup for it. Pickle jars. Well, that's, the re, that's a retail package of pickle, retail jars of pickles. Now, the jar shortage started a year and a half ago. And it's not only in pickle jars, but canning jars. And, of course, my prediction came true about, you know, there was a shortage of uh, canning jars the first summer after the COVID started. Because, of course, everyone was stuck at home and people were like, you know, I think I want to learn to can. So they go out and spend lots of money buying the canning stuff, the canning jars, the lids, everything else. And I'm thinking, you know, these people are going to go back to work and or they're, they're either going to go back to work and not have time or they're going to realize canning is fucking hard work. <laughs> and they're not going to want to do it. Too. 
It's one of the two. And what's going to happen? And as I told, as I as I told told my mama, who I send to the secondhand stores to find this stuff for me, because she's a miracle worker at finding stuff in secondhand stores. She really is. And uh, I said, I need canning jars. Well, keep an eye out for them. Can't pay any more than uh, than twenty five to fifty cents a jar, because the retail price of the jars when I first started buying jars was a dollar per jar. At 50 cents a jar, you're getting a deal. At 25 cents a, do- a jar, you're getting an even better deal. So yeah. I said, you know, pay 25 to 50 cents a jar. That's it. And for a while there, she couldn't find any. I said, don't worry. They'll appear. And about a month or two ago, she came home with 15 cases of jars for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so are you going to have a shortage now? <laughs> well... I will have a shortage again in six months because once you start canning stuff, you'd be amazed at how fast you go through jars. I mean, you use them for everything, not only for canning stuff, but for putting stuff on your shelves in dry storage, vacuum sealing. You know, they're better than plastic bags. They're cheaper than plastic bags in the long run because you can keep reusing them. You know, I use canning jars for everything. Plus, I can stuff up that I sell at the market. So I sell the canned good. The jar goes away. It, it seldom ever comes back. So I lose jars, That's too. That's true. Yeah, I, I use jars for everything from herbs to food to I have a yeah. water jar. It's, it's yeah. just a jar that I keep my water in so I can put a lid on it so my cat can't drink yeah. it. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing is <laughs> canning jars are great. I use canning jars now for my drinking glasses. I don't, I don't even use my drinking glasses anymore. I use canning jars for my drinking glasses. So, <laughs> you know, the one-quart jar, you know, it's a really cool jar. There we go. Put it in the picture. Only those watching the stream can see it. If it shows up, it barely shows up through the uh, green screen you I have. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's a great thing. But canning jars are great. And then we've got computer chips. Everyone's known about the computer chip shortage for a while. Although at least sur- everybody who uses computers. Well, no, they, they know about them because they can't buy cars. Oh, right. New, new cars have been, it's really been hard to get new cars because there's been no computer chips to finish building them. I forgot about that. You know, chlorine. Now, chlorine is a Wait, big one. What? Chlorine. I didn't know there was a shortage of chlorine. Oh, yeah. That's been happening for a year now. I don't use chlorine, so that's probably why I didn't notice. Yeah. Well, do you use bleach? Nope. Okay. Well, if you use bleach and you bought bleach, you'd find that the stores are often out of stock of bleach because bleach is yeah, made I'd- from chlorine. I, I don't use those. I just, I basically, I use vinegar and baking soda for everything. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Boats, for those that have the money for boats. Boats? <laughs> boats. Short- oh, boats have wood. There's been an issue. There's been a shortage in wood. Not these boats. They're all fiberglass. Oh. Why is there a shortage in boats then? Um, the electronics, <laughs> the glass, the metals, the plastics. Oh, okay. All the pieces that go together to build the boat. They have long, a lack of supplies. Rental cars. There was a low demand, so rental car companies sold off their fleets. <laughs> and now there's a high demand because nobody can afford the gas. <laughs> That's right. So there you go. Blood. Nobody's been donating blood. I and donated blood once. That was to figure out what, what my blood type was, and they mm. won't leave me alone since then. They're like vampires. They are vampires. <laughs> I cannot donate blood. I, I, oh. pa- I pass out. Every time I, every time I've tried to donate blood three times in my life because you know I thought it was a good thing to do, 
And mm-hmm. I'll pass out shortly after the needle's inserted, after they get just a little bit of it, or after it gets half full, I pass out. <laughs> because my body does not like to relinquish its blood supply. I didn't quite pass out, so I'm a little bit better than you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I just faint. I, my, my favorite thing was I was getting life insurance one time, and the nurse came to my work. This was mm, back in the 90s. My wor- nurse came, the nurse came to my work to take blood samples. They needed to take three vials of blood. I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. I hadn't really thought about it. Nurse takes one vial, it's fine. Goes to take the second vial, gets halfway through it, and I just faint fall right off on her <laughs> and she and, and i wake back up and she's all panicky going oh my god oh my god it's like uh, you've never had and it's like uh, i don't know we didn't even finish getting the blood sample because the nurse was all panicky and it's like i'm thinking and i think back on now and think wait you were a nurse why you've never had a patient pass out while taking blood maybe you were her first you i might cherry <laughs> i might have been i might have been homes of course we all know about the homes you know, because yeah. I was trying to purchase a home right at the time that fucking prices skyrocketed and everybody started buying up every home for any price they could get, which really Hopefully pissed me. Hopefully they're starting to go down again. They are. They are. They're starting to turn. Truckers, partly because, you know, truckers are leaving the industry because they're fucked as shit. I'm not taking a vaccine. And the others, uh, we're mm-hmm. tired of the fucking regulations. We're just tired of the bullshit, the prices and everything else. So we're, we're not going to deal with it. Yeah, just don't fuck with the working class because they're the ones who make the world go around. Crocs? Mm. There's an issue with Crocs? What? <laughs> Lack of supply. That one there I, I thought was funny. <laughs> I didn't think Crocs were that fucking popular. <laughs> Me either. Um, <clears throat> Xboxes, of course. Shortage of computer chips. Yeah. It's not just Xboxes. It's all gaming consoles. Tesla, again, computer chips. And, of course, everyone that's like, oh, my God, gas prices are going high. Quick, buy an electric car. That'll solve my problem. Yeah, right. Sure will. <laughs> sure will. Out of the pot and into the frying pan. I, I love the biggest meme that's out there is, like, telling people who can't afford gasoline to buy a $50,000 electric car is like telling a homeless person <laughs> to go buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It makes just as much sense. So you can't afford gas? Get an electric car. It's like, you know, I can't afford an electric car. You can't, li- you can't, you can't, you can't find a place to live. We'll just go buy a house. You homeless person <laughs> should buy a house. Toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, toilet paper has been on and off for since the very beginning. That one there surprised me. I expected this to be the last thing people would buy. Have remembered to Especially stock up after all the debacles. Yeah. yeah. Well, I expected it to be the last thing people would remember to stock up on, uh, but it turned out it was the very first thing people stocked up on, and caused yeah, a massive you shortage. Think, uh, uh, oh wow, I can't remember the name of one of my favorite TV shows, Supernatural. You can probably thank Supernatural for that. Oh, okay. Shipping containers, which has always been a problem. Lumber, which we know about, and of course the shortage has been. Short, but what it's done more than anything else is it's taken the price of a two by four from three bucks to eight fifty per two by four. Oh, the prices are insane! I got a buddy who's in renovations. He started a project, gave a quote, yeah, and then uh, like every two weeks, his mm-hmm. quote has had to go up 
because of the price of the, of the materials he needs. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Poor guy is working in the red because he already gave a quote, but he had yeah. to go and get the materials and more yeah. materials, and now yeah. he's working in the red just to finish a project. And here it is, ketchup patch packets. <clears throat> <laughs> no ketchup packets with your French fries. That's actually kind of entertaining. Yeah, I, I, I love that one. Lazy Boy chairs. So, And then there's a few more. Bicycles. Of course, they would be in demand. It's like one of the things that was interesting was, uh, where was it? It was... Um, I can't remember what it was. It wasn't one of the books I said, but it's like, oh, it was John Teeter. You remember John? T one of the John Teeter quotes about bicycles? He said, yeah, bicycles <clears throat> were like gold. Yeah, bicycles would be like gold. Bicycles mm -hmm. would be like gold in the future. Here we are. Here we are. Maybe he <laughs> was really from the future. Rideshare yeah, drivers. Yeah, everybody's interested. We did a couple shows on John Teeter, so... Mm. Oh, yeah, John. Uh, it was John, episode 64 that we really went into it, so definitely yeah. check that out. John Teeter was a great, that was a good show. I really like going into John Teeter. We'll have to we'll have to dig into his stuff again and go down some of the other rabbit holes he provides. He provides a lot of rabbit holes. especially we'll have to do a special episode just on John Teeter. Especially now, 22 years later. Yeah, you know, definitely. We we are approaching the we are approaching the time he came from. He came from twenty thirty six. So we're rapidly approaching that. We are. So coffee for those that drink coffee. Yep. Stock up, folks. That's been that's been in short supply for a while. Lunar Wait, cans. come back up for a second. I want to read what they said. Effective coffee was grumpy coffee lovers across the U.S. That's awesome. <laughs> well, that's what it'll be. Yeah. Aluminum cans. There's already been problems with, with that. If you notice, the price of a can of soda has gone up. It's not because the soda and costs more. the cans more. have gotten tinier. <coughs> cans have gotten tinier. <coughs> the uh, price has gone up because aluminum is in, short, in high demand and short supply. Oxygen. Oh. Which you, everyone's like, what do you mean? Oxygen? What? What? We breathe oxygen. How could it be in short supply? We're talking about oxygen stuffed in a jar and fed to hospitals. I was just thinking about welders, actually. Well, there's welders, too. I'm thinking more for hospitals. That's probably going to suck for welders because mm. hospitals are running low and welders are going to have to pay the premium. Hot dogs! I don't find those in short supply. I just bought a bunch of them on sale for the, uh, for the uh, uh, meetup at the Oasis. As I the particle board of meat. Well, it's really what it is. It is the particle board of yeah. meat. But, you know, they are tasty. I don't really care what's in them. I actually don't want to know what's in them because if I did, I wouldn't want to eat them anymore. Honestly, that's probably what makes them so tasty is the fact that they're particle board of meat. Yeah. I like hot dogs. But, uh, you know, at the, at the meetup, we, I will be serving up hot dogs and burgers for people. Anyone who shows up who shows up, gets hot dogs and burgers and pop. But are they, they going to be your burgers? No, no, I'm cheating this Aww. time. I'm cheating because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have the time to make the burgers this time. So we're just going to use frozen burgers. Okay. So it's easier, easier, simpler, straightforward. Just you know, burgers, burgers and dogs, and and burgers and dogs with uh, you know, with with some fixins and uh, and pop for anyone who shows up. And if you want something special, you can bring your own meat and bring your own booze to the meetup. So if you want to be at okay. the meetup. Silver. Um, this has been, people are thinking it's now. This has been a problem for 
five to seven years. Like silver pricing right now does not reflect the actual supply of silver. Silver should be close. the only metal I like. It should be closer to 100 bucks an ounce. Wow. There is more. There is less above ground silver than there is demand for silver. Silver is used in so many things. Oh, yeah. It's used in electronics. It's used in so many. There's so many things silver is used in. And there's not enough above ground silver. Now, under the ground, unprocessed silver, there's still shitloads of it, but it's expensive to get out of the ground. So, chocolate, for those that can't live without chaka, 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 chocolate. Cocoa. Cocoa. Gold, yeah, well, that's only because buying, but even the price of gold is not where it should be. Sardines. There's a shortage in sardines? Mm hmm. No, probably because wow. of the shortage. sardines are the least loved fish of all. Tequila, which is really a shame because I like tequila. I've only ever had tequila once. It was helium. Fun. Helium, wine. Well, right now, there's actually been a dearth of wine. This one is kind of a lie here. There's been a dearth of wine. There's been a really good wine years for the last several years in many of the, mm -hmm. of the wine-growing regions. That was covered in No Agenda recently. Goat cheese and more. Cheese. All right, let's wander out. I need out. a nanny goat. Let's wander out of here. But, of course, you will be happy and eat Z-Bugs. <laughs> Come on. Loading, loading, loading. I need somebody out there with some talent at creating jingles to create a jingle for loading, loading, loading. Get the doggies loading. Rawhide. <clears throat> Here we go. Eating crickets. So feed the world as our population rises. Biology researchers says edible insects could be the answer. They've been trying to feed these bugs to us for five years. If you don't believe me, go back into the No Agenda show for the last five years. They've been talking about it since it first came on the scene five years ago. My kids came home with bugs from this presentation they had at school a few years ago. At the mm. time, I had a bearded dragon. Even the beardy wouldn't eat it. Yeah, well, you know, genetically modified bugs are not what they want. <laughs> no, the, the bearded dragon wouldn't eat it, man. And that little guy was a hoover. He ate everything, mm. including floor snacks, which I'm still not sure everything he got off the floor. Yeah. Eat the bug. <laughs> live in the pod. Brought to you by the World Economic Forum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're headed folks if i'm hungry enough okay but that is like last resort i'd rather eat tree bark first i will eat tree bark before i fucking eat bugs <laughs> i will dig more up the roots and tree bark anyway uh, what's that yeah it's more, more nutritious and uh, i will i will dig up the roots of trees and boil them before i eat bugs There's no way I'm eating bugs. And Last of course, yeah, um, I would be, I would be literally beyond starving to be eating bugs. Ew. All right. Now we know why the media, the M5M, the mainstream media, is so fuckered up. They are so bad. They are hiring, hiring trauma therapists for journalists. Wait, what? 
<laughs> I love I love what? that. It just breaks your brain that these media people who are supposed to be covering the news news of the world, which is often full of trauma, but they need trauma therapists to deal with the trauma because they're 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 traumatized. Hey, by once the upon news. a time, journalists used to be the most hardcore son of a bitches in the world. They were the ones mm-hmm. who who created the whole if it bleeds, it leads. And they were hard asses. Now mm-hmm. they need trauma. trauma yes, they need trauma counselors. The CBC, the wonderful Canadian broadcasting company. <laughs> Powered by. What the hell happened to Canadians, our, man? We're the ones who got drunk and went down to burn the White House twice. Uh-huh. What the hell happened to us? We've lost our balls. Yeah, oh, no. right, Trudeau. That's what happened. It's Trudeau, man. He has no balls. <laughs> Which is why our country is losing its balls. We're fucking castrating ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. A CBC reporter gained international infamy for the mean messages he said he received from an Ottawa convoy protester before being forced to admit the text could have come from anybody. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Well, he was he was really hurt. They said mean words to me, mommy. Tell the fucking truth. That was that need, made him need a counselor. Uh-huh. Yes, that's what it is. That's what made him need a counselor. So they're hiring, tra- they're hiring trauma counselors for mean words on the internet. Because people suck. Get over it. That's the way it works, man. Okay, by the time I was in grade three, I figured out that people suck ass. And, you know, the whole old thing of sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. We all know that's a fucking lie, but you at least pretend and eventually your skin thickens up enough to deal with it. That is not a lie. Sticks and stones will break your bones, but words can never hurt you. Words cannot well, hurt can you. Words can cut deeper, but at the same time, but those words are what will really thicken your skin. They, so they eventually can, you get thick enough skin to where they don't hurt you. They just bounce off. But words can only hurt you if you let them hurt you. That's the only way a word like can, it's the only, only way they, they hurt you. And of course, we've been coddling people for the last 15, 20 years. We've been coddling people and said, oh, somebody said mean words to you. Let's put them in jail for hate speech. You know, let's do something. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, no, no. Get over it. Suck it up. Learn to live with it because reality sucks. It's. Sometimes it's really enjoyable, but a lot of times it just plain out sucks. <clears throat> a buddy of mine and I were talking, and we were talking about the different uh, generations. Like, my husband is Gen X. I'm I'm a millennial, so is my buddy. But my buddy was like, oh, I take offense to being called a millennial because of the stupidity that's going on. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, we can be Gen Y then because that's what we originally were. And then we started talking about it, and we realized – there's like a definite cutoff of the earlier millennials and the later millennials yeah. where uh, I think it's about a three-year cutoff. The people who are in the upper tier of three years of millennials, mm-hmm. they the should just be called Gen Y and the, separated because they seem to be of an entirely different species. That's the ones the born in the that's the, that's the ones amazing. That's the ones born in the late 80s. Yeah, and it's the, kind of amazing that it's only just three years mm-hmm. that makes that huge difference. Well, that's because it was the late 80s and possibly the first couple of years of the 90s. And then in the 90s, they started kicking in with the, where is it here? Um, uh, 
Let's see. Here it is. This is it. Oh, there's no winning. We don't like to foster a competitive atmosphere, but we laugh a lot. Now everyone hug and share a secret. That's what happened in everyone the... Everyone gets a gold star. Everyone gets a gold star. Everyone gets a ribbon. <laughs> you know, there's no winners. There's no winners. There's no losers. That started about 1994, 95 is when it started. Somewhere in that zone there, about the time you entered kindergarten, is when it started, and it picked up momentum. I remember being in middle school and making fun of the kids who got a ribbon beyond the first three places. Yeah, we're like, see, your your ribbon's a different color, so that means you're the loser winner. Yeah, you're the loser and- winner. <laughs> you you lost. You lost. Get over it. Yeah. I wonder well, if I even be allowed these days. Wow. No, well, kids still compare themselves sometimes. All right. Well, yeah, I was in a school where we had uniforms. We mm. compared ourselves to one another by how new or how unique the uniform was worn. That's right. <laughs> they always do. It's always going to happen. All right. They are coming for your pets next. <clears throat> They're already coming for our pets. Oh, here's a new one. A oh, canine, canine flesh-eating disease claims the lives of at least five dogs in the Mid-Island. Another new scare tactic. Flesh-eating disease. Yes, it's highly possible, but still, the fact is, is that they're they're going to they're going to they they tried to use this one as a scare tactic. It didn't get any it didn't get any legs. It disappeared. This was the only article I found on it, so it didn't get any legs and it disappeared from the news stream. They weren't ready for. But doesn't re- flesh-eating disease come from severe neglect? Well, flesh-eating disease is a bacterial disease. It can come in, it can come in many forms, and it can come from just a cut. You know, you get the right bacteria, and it starts chewing away. I mean, it is a real thing. Okay. It is a real thing. I don't doubt that. But the thing is, is they tried to make it into something here in a news article, and it didn't get any legs. But oh, this good. Is, the masses still have enough brain power this, to this, understand that something like flesh-eating disease, it's a thing that happens not to be scared of it. Yes, it, it's, it's a rare thing, but... This is this is a warning shot across the bow about other things that they will be coming for for the pets. Yes, they've been trying to come for the pets for two years. Yeah. You know, they were like, oh, your pets can be infected with COVID. And that one there didn't get any legs either. Well, but there's they... actually a specialized vaccine for dogs. Yeah. But they're trying. They're, they're really trying hard. I just thought this was a nice one to bring forward. You know, as a as a little note. And of course, we did touch there briefly on home prices. All right. They are falling for the first time in two years. I was right. Yeah. They're they're reducing I, their prices now. They're staying on the market longer. I thought that this uh that this by this summer the house prices would start to fall. Mm. And then I uh, by this time next year, they'll start rising again. But during the winter, I think they're going to go way down. We're going to see the lowest point in the house prices. No, I think I think they'll continue down for a couple, three years. That's my that's you my viewpoint. So? I think so. I, it'll be this is this cycle here almost perfectly corresponds to the cycle of 2007 to 2011. Okay. Okay. Because in 2006, was looking at changing houses and selling, and all of a sudden all the house prices shot up, and 
lots of other things happened, but the prices shot up out of reach. And then it didn't fall again. And it's it's a cycle. It's about an eight-year cycle, give or take. Because yeah. it dropped again in 2000. It started dropping again in 2015-16. And, of course, it started rising again due to the, the COVID pandemic is what spiked it early. Because the COVID pandemic... Um, Got everyone thinking, I need to get the fuck out of the city. And people were selling Most people their... should get out of the city anyway. Well, yes, but they started, they, they took it seriously this time. Ah, uh, yeah. They sold their city property, their city houses, took the over overpriced thing they had in the city and went and bought the normally priced stuff in the country and drove up the prices in the country to the prices of the city. The people who moved fast and early got the cheap deals. Everyone who showed up two months, three months later paid premium top dollar for everything. Well, here's hoping the prices come down to something affordable over the next six to, six to 12 months. Yeah, well, it's hard to say. All right. We're pulling up near the top of the hour to close out the show. All right. We have... Oh, I have something awesome. What's that? Don't be ashamed you are using. Be empowered that you are using safely. What's that? Where's that? It's under lesbians being raped by trans women. Under lesbians being raped by trans women. Okay. Don't be ashamed you are using. Oh, yes. Okay. Here you go. Yes. Use drugs. This be is, happy. This is from the New York Health Department. Mm -hmm. And so if you scroll down, there's actually a picture that someone took while they were riding the trans, uh, I guess it was the subway? Probably. And it's a picture of a poster that they have. And it says, start with small doses. Avoid using alone. <laughs> My personal uh, <coughs> thought that came along was, so be proud <coughs> that you are pissing and shitting yourself in alleyways because you got yourself there by using safely. No yes. puddles for you, buddy. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just... No, don't be fucking empowered that you're using safely. No. Come on, man. There's a problem. If you are using anything, whether it is, no matter what it is, hell, if you're eating too much sugar and your sugar is your addiction, if you are addicted, work on fixing it because any addiction will take over your life, whether it's sugar, heroin, tobacco, or, or booze. Whatever yep. it is, it'll take over your life. It will take over and destroy your life. Yeah, don't don't be empowered by doing it safely i guess like this one, telling... this... go ahead hmm? keep going i was just gonna say it's like telling someone who needs to have at least one uh, mcdonald's meal a day and they are massively overweight and they are dying because of their unhealthy weight or their mm -hmm. diet it's like telling them to be proud of themselves because they've cut down from two happy meals to one happy meal a day mm -hmm. oh yeah <laughs> absolutely All right. <clears throat> Let's see what else we got. Anything else full full on? Oh, here's one for everyone. Canada going full retard. And Canada is going full retard. As fast as oh they can God. fucking go. Don't worry. The new online hate laws being proposed in Canada won't come for you. The advisory panel calls for liberals' online hate law to cover Airbnb and video games. But they're not going to come for you. Not in the least. No. 
Of course not. We're safe. Yes. Which means grab the... a piece of paper that you have not written anything on, and you will see the full and comprehensive list of all of the safeties you will get by mm -hmm. giving up your rights. That's it. Yeah, so, you know, they this one here, I've, I've only peripherally been following this, but I should pay more attention to it because, unfortunately, it could impact us because everything we talked about here tonight would be considered hate speech. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Especially especially my fiery thing about uh, mm. trans women. Yeah, especially that because it goes against the narrative. Everything that goes against the narrative yeah. is hate speech. And so what they're going to do is, you know, they have to Airbnb people, which, of course, I hope to God Airbnb goes broke soon. You know, I would never use them if I was going to rent something out. That's just so horrible. Um, games, you know, monitor what people say in video games, which is, of course, where people always shit talk. You know, it's like, this is just insane. But it's not going to affect you. No way. We're not going to come after you normal, average, everyday Canadians. And There's then you... actually something under Canada going full retard that I brought, too. Yes, I see that. The demand for I puberty blockers. The demand for puberty blockers is so high that it can't load. There you go. <laughs> Doctors are giving out the drugs before the kids visit a gender clinic. See, now this one here bothers the fuck out of me. Okay, well... Yeah. We don't have the problem here so much as they do in the States. They're talking, well, everyone should be 21 years old to own a gun. Oh, but they should only be six years old to decide a life-altering uh, change in their, in their body chemistry. I don't know if we don't have the same problem here. Because, honestly, when my kids were going to public school, there was only a couple of kids that I saw that were their own gender, hmm. for one thing. And for another, like... Uh, my older daughter, she knew a bunch of kids who they were literally on uh, puberty blocking medication. And this was when she was in grade seven. Oh, man, they're going to so, fuck up an entire generation of kids, man. These kids are going to come back and sue their parents. I hope they can sue oh, yeah. their parents for fucking letting them make these stupid decisions. Like because... this article is talking about kids aged nine to 13. Mm hmm. I mean, Kid. bright side, these kids will be removed from the gene pool, but yeah, really, that's, that's, that's kind of the parents' fault, not their fault. Yeah, that is the bright side, is that those genes will be removed from the gene pool. That is the one bright side to it. They, they, won't be, they, they will die out after a generation. Oh, I came across an old saying that I really like. Mm -hmm. Ripping off your ear because you don't like your earring. Yeah, well, that's... I like that saying. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I mean, same idea as cutting off your nose to spite your face, mm -hmm. but I like the earring one. Yeah. That actually makes me think about, I do have a pet peeve for the, mm. for the week, if, you, if we yeah. have time to cover well, that before let's, the TikTok. Let, let, let's cover your pet peeve, and then we'll wander into our TikToks. All right. So We have so much stuff here. Something I've been following for the past year is kids going nuts. And I'm not talking about typical acting out. I'm talking about preteen girls who are literally tying up and torturing other kids and recording it for kicks or boys who are raping older girls, even adults. Preteens shooting up places and preteens who are attempting mass murders. I was only able to find a couple of the, of the articles. I thought I'd save them all, but mm -hmm. I guess I didn't. 
And I've been following the stuff for about a year now because I developed a theory that uh, about a year ago that the reason why my kids don't fit in is because while I don't have all the socially accepted rules for my kids, I do have a lot of strict rules in place. For instance, they need to be home by dark. They need to respect their elders because otherwise there will be consequences. Mm. When they get consequences, the consequences happen, whether they are positive or negative, they accept that. It's a lot of older style. Mm-hmm. And I, my kids didn't really fit in because all of the other kids that they brought home as friends, all the kids that I met, they didn't like their phone. They would smash it and their parents would buy them a new one. Mm-hmm. They would <clears throat> complain that they didn't like their food. Their parents would make them a whole new meal. Mm-hmm. Like there, there was a lot of that. And I theorized that this lack of strict ruling over children and giving them so much freedom and refusing to use anything negative your head is better is uh you should use that head for more than just a hat rack yeah that is considered verbal abuse now Mm because you're calling your kids stupid well you know what your kids need to hear things like that in order to start thinking Mm -hmm. and Using things like that, it, it's it's no good, and a lot of these kids don't have that. They don't have uh, morals pushed onto them. They don't have rules pushed onto them. They don't have any real boundaries, and because of that, <clears throat> they just go completely wild. Yeah, you and know what, you know what else I you're missing. Think... You know what else you're missing in this equation. Mm. How many of these kids are taking drugs, and not the illegal kind? That too. The, one, the ones prescribed by doctors. That too, and also the fact that I don't think I've met many kids who have a two-parent home. There's the other problem. Lack of a man in the house. That is Lack a massive. That is a massive problem. Uh, you you look at almost all of these kids. I bet I bet if you look at this one, you got this article here on this fifth grade after threatening to carry out the mass shooting. I would give it a 90% chance that he lives in a single mother household. Or a gay mother household. Or a gay mother household. The father has been chased away. No matter how you go about it, the father has been chased away. He He can't get visitation. He can't spend any time with his child. He can't do anything. I'm willing to bet if you dig into that, that's part of the problem. And because he's a male, I'm willing to bet there's a 90% chance that they're feeding him... uh, the ADHD drugs and or, on, or antidepressants on that, and or antidepressants. Hello. And her head is gone. Ding dong. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we, piss, did we piss off the internet? Did the internet lords come in and fucking kill us? Hello. Hey, my computer decided to restart and do all of its updates randomly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Right in the middle of a great conversation, folks. I've been pushing off my updates for too long, I guess. Windows is pissed at me. (laughs) It usually doesn't do it while you're in the middle of using things, though. Well, it did right now. It is currently updating. Do not turn off computer. Windows is currently updating. (laughs) Oh, that sucks wind. Yeah, so I, I guess I pissed it off. Oh, okay. Well, 
I guess I will close it out. We were right in the middle of a discussion. I figured the internet gods wanted this discussion quashed. Windows is pissed off at me because I said something unkind. Well, one of the two. Well, I've got you sort of on on, on the uh, thing, you know, through my speakerphone. Probably not. It's not as good a quality, but it's still there. Well, the flip side that I was going to say is um, it could also be that the child may have a man in their house. But that man probably is cuckless and has probably been completely squashed and had his spirit squashed. Because despite what most people think, despite what most people think, they uh, the, the children don't actually learn uh, empathy from the mother. They learn they learn it from the man. That's right. So that's, that's why that, men are that's why men are needed. Exactly, and so much of the society has been screaming for years, men are natural-born rapists. And that's another thing, too, is boys are especially acting out because boys who aren't even thinking about sex yet are being taught that they're natural-born rapists yep. and that they are bad and they are evil. Well, that scurs them up just as much as telling girls that they are born evil because of what Eve did back in the day. That screws boys up. We stopped screwing girls up as much. Well, no, now we're screwing up more. We're screwing them up even more now. It's all good. Now, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's all screwy. And the kids, if you ever want to really know how a society is doing, look at the state of the children. Yep. And the state of the children right now, there are very few and far between children who are actually normal. Like, my kids <clears throat> are too normal to fit in. Yeah. Which is weird because my kids are weird. Yeah. Well, normals, nor, uh, being weird's okay. You just gotta work with it and work through it. Yeah. But yeah, we've got we've got a lot going on in the world and a lot that is out of sync, and a lot of it started in the late '70s with the uh, no-fault divorces and being able to boot the man and turning the man into a wage slave and making it so he couldn't be he couldn't be involved with his children. You know, without massive amounts of effort, and even then, you know, only 15% of the men actually gain custody of their children, or even partial custody of their children. And of those 15%, only 7% don't even have to fight for it. So 7% of the men only gain it. Um, you know, 75 or what's that? Uh, 15%. That's 85. 85%. Of the women out there chase the man away completely so that he just a paycheck that sends in child support on a weekly, monthly basis and does nothing else. He's not involved. And every time he tries to get involved, something goes wrong. I mean, women go so far as to accuse the father of child abuse, you know, to chase him away. I know that one firsthand. Did you know that the original idea about a woman's shelter? Hmm. They were to teach the women about how <clears throat> abuse is a two-way street and it takes two to tango. Well, the original, the, 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 one of the very first shelters set up in England, uh, the lady who set it up, it took both men and women. <clears throat> and then they, had, then they chased all the men out of there and said that, no, women do not abuse. They can't abuse and only the men can abuse. And then they invented this wheel of of uh, abuse that shows that it's always the man's fault it's never the woman's fault and then they chase and then they chase the then they chase that woman who started shelters out of her own charity 
she's not she's not even allowed to be involved in it anymore. There's a whole lot that goes. I learned that one a few years ago. But there's there's another thing that they used to teach. Uh, during the first 20 years of having shelters open, they would actually have classes on how it takes two to tango. And they would teach the women, think about it. How many times that you found yourself being abused were you actually the perpetrator? And they taught the women about how to control their own anger and how to actually interact with men properly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was actually something that was helpful and helped them to avoid abuse in the future. And mm. there used to be a lot more shelters for men because men get abused too. Well, there's only one shelter for men in all of Canada. Now. And it just there opened. Used to be, there used to be more. Yes, but then they got they closed them all down. And every time, every time someone tried to open one for men, they shot it down. They prevented it from yeah. opening. They finally managed to open one recently. Well, that's good, but it's disgusting that we don't have more. Well, it is disgusting. Women aren't the only ones abused. Yes, it I know. It's disgusting that we don't have more. It's what's act- what, what actually, yes, it is disgusting we don't have more. And it actually, the abuse the abuse happens more of women on men than it does on men on women. Yes, it does. And, and that's because men are taught to hold back and not beat the shit out of women. Because men are the true source of empathy mm-hmm. which brings us back to the kids anyways yeah. i will clock out unless you do the tiktoks i'll do the tiktoks <laughs> and enjoy the tiktoks and uh we'll talk to you next time all right love you dad bye, bye. all righty it's tiktok time to close out the show let's go watch some amusing tiktoks and see what we got here All right, first one on the agenda is first class a no-go. I always like the TikToks. My grandchildren are bizarre, and you're being weird again. Play. I'm sorry, madam, but that's a first class seat you paid for an economy seat. No, I'm blonde, I'm beautiful, and I'm going to Paris. But you have an economy class ticket. That's a first class seat. You're not allowed there. No, I'm blonde, I'm beautiful, and I'm going to Paris. Excuse me, mate. Do you want me to handle this? I'm married to a blonde. I speak blonde. Well, if you don't mind, that will really help me out. Thank you. Ah, don't worry about it. Uh, excuse me, love. What's he saying to her? Oh, okay, I'll move. Thank you for telling me. That was pretty well done. What did you say to her?